It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. While many of our Decal team members interact with providers and parents face-to-face in the field, we take a lot of phone calls every day across all of our divisions and always strive to provide excellent customer service. You know, it's not just about realizing the customer is always right, but it's also caring for each customer like they're a member of our family. And Commissioner, today we're talking with two members of our team known for providing excellent customer service. We are. We're talking from uh, talking with Renee and Abby. And as everyone's heard me talk about before, um, providing excellent customer service is a priority for me at Decal. I think it's really important about how you interact with folks, especially when they're calling in on the phone. And if you have a smile on your face, your voice sounds different. Um, but it's even more about making sure that we can address whatever their concerns are in a timely manner. And then if it takes long, if it's complicated, just making sure we stay in touch and and let them know that we're still working on it, but it may not be resolved. So I think um, Abby and Renee can shed some of their their tips with other decal folks. Yeah, you think about our consultants in the field are actually out in child care programs talking face-to-face. Sometimes the telephone puts a little distance between us and people maybe aren't as nice as they always could Oh, it's be. definitely easier, <laughs> right. easier to, to maybe have a more negative attitude on the phone because you're not actually looking the person in the eyes, right? And even through email, it's even worse. Mm, yeah. So you have to be so careful with that too. Yeah, good point. Renee is, uh, Renee Lind is Scholarship Administration Manager for Special Teams in our CAPS program. And uh, Abby Mozo is a User Support Representative with the Georgia Professional Development System for Early Childhood Educators. We're going to find out exactly what they do in those roles. But first, Renee, tell us about your background uh, before coming to DECAL. Um, my background stems from early childhood education, law enforcement, and human services, which the last 10 years have been spent in CAPS. Okay. Um, law enforcement and then child care. I wonder, are there any connections there at all? Uh, no, but I get teased about it all the time. But how can you go from a loving <laughs> compassion to a force mentality and switch back to loving and caring? But right. um, my personality is portable, so it allows me to do so. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Abby, how about you? What were you doing before DECAL? Uh, before DECAL, I was actually an assistant teacher. At a daycare center, and then um, I was HR at a landscaping company. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. So being a teacher, you can definitely relate to what we're doing here. Yes, of course. Across uh, with the different providers and whatnot. Let's talk a little bit about what your divisions do and how you interact with customers every day. And uh, Renee, we'll start with you in the CAPS program. Tell us a little bit about what CAPS does. CAPS is a support system for low-income families that need assistance with child care. Um, and the way we interact, with, the way I interact with um, customers is via phone. Uh, we communicate via email, and we also have the pleasure to do face-to-face for our customer that comes into our office. And it's a great experience because there you're able to be a little bit more personable mm-hmm. with them. Face-to-face. Yes. Uh, I want to go back to that in a second. But, Abby, how about you? Tell us what it is the Georgia Professional Development System does. Well, what we do here at Georgia PDS is we provide assistance to teachers so they can manage um, their profiles and keep up with their certificates and register for training and just kind of assist them with handling their personal profiles. Is that just teachers within the early childhood education? Uh, as of right now, yes, mm-hmm. but um, we're getting ready to launch phase two 
in January, and we're going to now accept trainers so they can be able to provide their trainings to um, anyone that registers through Georgia PDS. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're interacting with a lot of people that are checking in on their credentials, making Mm -hmm. sure everything's in line. Um, That's interesting. And it's, um, I I can't remember the exact number. I see it usually on a monthly basis, but it's a pretty big number of teachers out there that you're talking to Mm -hmm. every day. Let's talk about the challenges that you guys face in your work. Uh, Renee, how about you? What are some of the big challenges that you found? I know one challenge um, that I see that's most consistent is not being able to service all the families that's in need mm. um, with child care services. Um, unfortunately, there are families that are not eligible for the program. Um, so you feel some type of way when you can't. Um, but we do um, offer other resources to them that kind of take that no a little bit better mm-hmm. than other, I'm sorry, you're not eligible, but giving them other resources that they can reach out to receive other assistance um, is is one of those challenges that we, we have. Mm-hmm. Um, the other challenge can be a little bit more systematic. So we have a new system, Gateway, which is a great system. Uh, we're all getting used to navigating through it and using it constantly changing however but that's that's great to fit the needs of our families and our users um, but that can be a challenge as well sometimes the system goes up it goes down but I think that's kind of consistent with anything that's technical mm-hmm. this is a brand new system uh, really only about the past year or so I guess where you go for all types of services not just caps yes. but other things mm-hmm. it's actually a one-stop shop so you can apply for TANF uh, food stamps Medicaid child care and the great thing about the program is that the families don't have to go to different websites. Um, everything is right there at their fingertips. And the good thing about the system as well, it'll, it'll prompt you to see if you need any other services. Mm. Um, so you're able to kind of shop around for mm-hmm. assistance. You know, it's a great point about um, not just saying no, mm-hmm. yeah. but giving them other well, What Renee didn't say is that she doesn't just handle routine calls. Like, she's she's over the special teams uh, part of CAPS, which means those are the most difficult cases to handle. So a lot of times these families, or maybe even sometimes providers, um, they've been waiting a long time, or they haven't got the right answer the first time, and so they're already a little irritated with us. Um, and Renee and her team are able to kind of work, work that down and make sure there's some type of solution. It may not be exactly what they want to hear, um, but she, she's handling the most difficult cases that we have because she's over special teams. Wow. Shout out to your team, right? What? Yes, shout out to special teams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They do a great um, job. Commissioner Jacobs, Jacobs is correct. Um, so it is challenging um, because we deal with a, high, um, a very high population um, in their group. We serves a lot of families over the 159 um, counties. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in scholarship administration and in family support, some other units, they're kind of um, regionalized. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my department is more statewide. Wow. Yes. So, Abby, uh, you're dealing with teachers, so everybody's happy all the time. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> um there's a couple things, you know, that they're concerned with. Um, mainly, it's just their profiles being on pending for a while. Sometimes they don't understand that it takes a little bit of time for their credentials to get reviewed. Um, when trainings are no longer available, hmm. you know, right now that we had the pre-K trainings, a lot of teachers didn't understand that, you know, we only have a certain amount of seats available for teachers so they would have to register between that time and a lot of teachers didn't get to participate in this because there weren't enough seats Mm -hmm. you know so there's just limited 
things that we can do for them because we can't control that. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that, you know, we would wish they'd understand, (laughs) you know, but sometimes they don't. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, similar to Renee's group, are you dealing with uh, escalated calls or are you talking to just all types of folks? Uh, every day? Um, it just really depends. Um, sometimes we get calls where um, teachers are not aware that they have profiles and the directors create them for them, you know, and they're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. The teacher themselves is supposed to manage their own mm-hmm. profile, and sometimes it gets escalated because they may enter the wrong social or the wrong email or something. So that's just really when it does get escalated. So there's kind of an education component to this as well, kind of Mm -hmm. telling them what it is, how it works, clarifying any questions they might have about the system. Uh, Yes. Um, So some things that a lot of teachers don't know is that um, not only because they post that they have a certain degree on the profile means that we're going to approve them. There's certain steps that they need to take, which are, you know, you post them, um, you upload evidence, and then you submit evidence to Mm -hmm. Professional Standards Commission. Mm -hmm. That way they can review all of your certificates, um, your official transcripts, and make sure that you do have the correct um, credentials that you state that you do have. Mm-hmm. So I walk by P- the PDS little unit sure. um, every day because we're on the same floor in the, in the towers, and they have a high volume of calls. And PDS is a fairly new system, and it's a new way of teachers having to interact with us. And so, um, I mean, it's a couple years old, but they have a high volume of calls, mm-hmm. and I'm, they're always taking calls because I can hear them when I pass mm-hmm. by there many times a day. We're also, they're also right outside one of our conference rooms, and I tend to talk loud. And uh, one of the folks was dealing with a specific caller one day, and she kind of stood up and gave me like a school teacher scolding about I was talking too loud. So I'm always careful down in that part of the building. But yeah, I think it's great what you guys are doing. We're going to ask you for some secrets now of providing excellent customer service. So, Renee, what are some of your secrets of really going above and beyond? Um, well, uh, I think of how I would like to be treated. I kind of simulate the experience. So when I'm interacting with a customer, I kind of switch roles mm-hmm. and I kind of look for what type of assistant would I be looking for and what is my expectation for the outcome of the system that I'm asking. Um, so it's, it's, the secret is just to not be judgmental or to um, be have a premeditated thought that why, why they're here for assistance. Um, just going in with a bias, um, 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 well, I guess like a blindfold to see why they're mm-hmm. there and not judging the situation. Mm-hmm. So you can be a little bit more direct and um, at least open the communication as well um, to be a little bit inviting because you want them to get that, that feeling that they want to be there. Right. And so um, my secret is just to make sure, like it, like I said, if I'm there, what do I want out of the experience? Mm-hmm. You know, I think no one expects to be going, being mistreated or misguided. Um, but I think it's very important um, for myself, I know as well, just to act as the face of the agency and during the interaction. And just remember that it's not just me that I'm representing, um, but it's the agency. So when I keep that in mind, um, is able I'm able to provide that service with no problem. Sure. Yeah, very good. Abby, how about you? What's your secret? I think being patient with the users. Because a lot of them are not really tech savvy. And when they call, you don't know, you know in what mood they are. Try to be friendly, but especially listen to what they want. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't really listen and, you know, we misguide them as to what they need to do. Right. 
It's like, are you listening? And can you really hear them? Right. Where they're coming from? <laughs> and we never know what kind of day they've had and uh, the kind of day we're having too. So you've got to kind of balance those things. Going to give you all a chance to talk about customer service outside of decal. What is the best customer service you personally have ever received? I may ask the commissioner this as well, just to get her involved. But what do you think, Renee? The best customer service that I received was probably at a Florida resort while I was on vacation. Mm. Um, the experience was remarkable. Um, you got that friendly smile, that welcoming feeling from the day you checked in to the day you checked out. Uh, and while you're enjoying those amenities you know, at the resort, there's always someone there that's available, even though you may not need any assistance. But just in case, they always come by and say, is everything okay? Do you need anything? Um, and that's without even asking. Uh, and also what I liked about the customer service, it, it wasn't just a face to face. They sent you a text, so you had like a personal mobile assistance or anything that you needed, uh, whether it was towels or uh, you need a battery for the remote, like I needed. <laughs> <laughs> you just text them, "Hey, my remote is not working," and not not there's someone's there um, to to provide that yeah. service. So I really thought that was a true depiction of what customer service mm-hmm. looked like. I want to go to that resort. I know. It yeah. sounds great. <laughs> Ahead of anything happening, you had a go-to. You knew who to yes. contact. So that's great. Yes. How was the vacation otherwise? Did you have a good time? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Abby, how about you? Um, actually, the best customer service I received was when I signed up my son for preschool. Mm. There's preschool was really wonderful um i think i was more nervous than he was to go to school because i hadn't been away from him for too long and the directors were wonderful the teachers um they gave me access to the videos that they had in you know the classroom just so i couldn't be comfortable with him being there Mm -hmm. since it was such a new environment for him was that the first time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very first time. (laughs) Every parent probably that's a little tough uh, Commissioner, how about you? Oh, I think mine is probably common. I think when you think about who delivers the best customer service, it's Chick-fil-A. Mm. I mean, they are always polite. They're always timely. They always deliver a good product. If they don't, you complain and they fix it. Um, so I um, I think that's probably my, my best example at this point. Right. There are some good but ones. But you also have a lot of good examples of really bad customer service, right? So right. Yes. <laughs> those yeah. usually, unfortunately, stand out the most. And usually that's the one we talk about. Right. Even though right. we've had great right. Experiences, exactly. uh, the bad ones. Um, well, this is great. And um, if folks need more information, obviously, about CAPS and uh, about Georgia PDS, you can find it on our website at uh, decal.ga.gov. And Renee and Abby, maybe they'll be lucky enough to talk to you guys. What do you think if they call in? Welcome. Would that, <laughs> would that be a good thing? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, yes. Well, thanks for doing what you do, and I think you're both great examples uh, of something we all try to do, and that is excellent customer service across the agency. And uh, thanks for being good examples. Thank, Thank you, you. Abby and Thank Renee. You. Thank you. Rock stars. <laughs> now your questions from the water cooler. Um, my name is Michelle Pierce. Um, and what is your favorite dish to prepare for Thanksgiving? 
So, Michelle, what is my favorite dish to prepare? So, in all honesty, I haven't cooked in a long time for Thanksgiving. I do know how to cook, um, but my mother likes to do all the cooking, even though I offer. And what she cooks that's my favorite is her dressing, which she has no recipe for. Not stuffing, dressing. There's a difference, in my opinion. And her candied yams. So, I like the sweet potato souffle. I know that's a big fad, but her candied yams are to die for. Now, on the dressing, is it more sweet or salty? Oh, salty. Okay, yes, yes, salty. you yeah. got to do it Absolutely. Way. It's delicious. I have no, and she doesn't have a recipe either, and it tastes a little different every year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.